0: extreme anime radio welcome
1: to the extreme anime radio podcast now streaming at twitch.tv slash extreme anime radio with podcasts powered by anchor at anchor.fm slash anime radio please note that our live shows are available to view on twitch however portions of the audio recordings may be edited prior to podcast release The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio podcast in general. We appreciate your understanding, and thank you for your support. city in the world broadcasting to fans of anime and the japanese culture all around the world welcome you once again to the extreme anime radio podcast where we're celebrating saint patrick's day i'm jr with the the three leaf clovers behind me or jeff if you want to listen to last week's show and he is nef canuck and nothing has changed on his end i see
0: no but if you want uh saint patty's day green all i can give you is this an ice cream oh. oh come on, it's not it's not any worse than using the standard Irish joke.
1: This, oh, top of the morning to you. Or
0: no 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 no. Did you hear about the ass who started in the department store last week?
1: Hmm.
0: Her name was Patty.
1: Patio furniture.
0: Pa- Patty of furniture. There you go. <laughs> Including the rotten Irish accent, which I absolutely love throwing out there. So happy St. Paddy's Day to one and all.
1: Yes, I didn't do, uh, I didn't do much for the St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I had to help uh, my family and my neighbors run a few errands, including the, uh, oh, we've been pinched.
0: Oh dear, ouch. <laughs> uh,
1: yes, with the proverbial task this morning of having to climb the ladder to the roof of my neighbor's house to grab uh, the newspaper that apparently had been stuck above the gutter. And as Neff pointed out uh, before we started, if you will.
0: Yes, I I mentioned that the paper person is apparently in spring training for the New York Mets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that was my um, St. Patrick's Day. Um, We were going to uh, have some Irish soda bread, uh, but that's going to be uh, postponed until tomorrow, uh, where we will kind of celebrate in a hybrid fashion between... St. Patrick's Day, which is today, and another feast which uh, we religious people celebrate in two days on the nineteenth, that would be St. Joseph's Day.
0: Okay, and I'm trying to remember, and I I, I know that, but it's like ah, it's one of those it's one of those uh, observances where it's like I know what it is, I know what it means, but just shh, back of the mind, and
1: there you go. Right, Ooh. right, right. Uh, I'm a little tad low. Well, let's see if
0: uh, It's either he's a tad low or I'm a tad hot. Make your, you know, pick pick your poison.
1: Yeah, Neff is, I do note the Neff is coming in a little hot. So, um, you know what, let me.
0: Which is rather ironic considering the temperatures in these parts.
1: Mm. (laughs) I'm going to go real quick into my uh, Blue Sherpa software.
0: Blue Sherpa, okay, there we go. That's one of those oddly named software where it's like, okay, some product developer's like, hey, let's give this a really cool name, Blue Sherpa. And everybody else in the room should turn to that developer and go, what have you been smoking, and can we have some?
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, let's see here. I am going to turn my gain up to 20 So my gain is a little bit higher now. Uh, Does that make any difference? Uh, Well, let's
0: see. If I start talking and you start talking, we should see, you know, if we're at least even.
1: Right. I see that my levels are coming up uh, about to the same. So it's not, um, at least it's not over-modulating.
0: Which is odd because I'm hearing you clip in my ear. You are. Yes, in my like I said, on my end, I'm hearing a clip, but that could be my setup.
1: Okay, I'm also wearing so, uh, different earbuds today, so I wonder if that makes any difference with me hearing you.
0: That's possible. I mean, I I noticed I was like, wait a minute, I don't see the big bulky things on his ears, <laughs> the cans, in other words, yeah. But <laughs>
1: um, I think I had these a few weeks ago, actually. So.
0: Hmm. But... Yeah, well, I, I've unfortunately found that if I put the things in my ears, my ears don't like them after a while.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> so we want to uh, thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, and uh, we will have a giveaway tonight. We have a Sarah Yoshida mouse pad uh, from the old mouse pad collection that we've had for the station from many years back that I found one cleaning out my closet a few weeks ago. So we're going to be giving that away tonight here on Twitch, so stay tuned on Twitch uh, and we'll give you the details on how you can enter for the kind of virtual random drawing that we're going to do in the Twitch chat. Uh, If you are watching us on Twitch and uh, you'd like to reminisce about what you've heard us talk about in the past, uh, please go to Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio And, of course, the same is true on Anchor. If you're listening to the podcast there in our audio form, you like to join in on all the fun on Twitch, please go to twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio. Because of some events that have happened earlier this week, we haven't had a stream really since uh, we did the taste testing last week, Neff.
0: Yes, well, real life, of course, you know, has that nasty ability to kind of, you know, t- throw all your fun things into a box and say, later, later, later.
1: Right. <laughs> so, um, again, uh, stay tuned for the contest uh, that will happen later on in the stream. So, Nef, um, I don't have much on my docket tonight. I, uh, I saw that uh, Umumusume Pretty Derby, which is the franchise that I discussed uh, last week, uh, officially came out with their PC game. Uh, I had been interested in trying it out, but I haven't seen as as was the case when the um, the Android and iOS app came out last week or last month I should say Um, no real instructions in our language as to how to try to navigate getting around the PC version and I've discovered there's a simple explanation for that if you try to download the PC version and play it, it's going to look exactly the same as if you were playing it on a smartphone.
0: Oh, so it's literally it's the port that's the lazy port. In other words, we'll just translate it and bo- like, translate it into the machine language and necessary, and boom. Exactly. I hate I hate those ports. I really do.
1: But it'd be just like playing uh, on your smartphone or playing with the uh, BlueStacks, the software that I've been using. Uh, it'll just uh, automatically rotate the screen for you on whatever device you're playing on, at the appropriate mm. time.
0: Well, in theory, if you're playing on a PC, you've at least you know bought it, and in theory, you know you're supporting the programmers, etc. Mm-hmm. But a lazy port like that, you're almost going, why? Why yeah. would you even bother? Right.
1: I have discovered that apparently in order to download the PC version, you need a VPN. Uh, but then after you download the software, you can play it, obviously, similar to the the app versions. Why, why are you making that face?
0: They geo-blocked the PC version. The download version it. yeah. It's, it's not as if they're going to release... An English version of this thing, likely. Right. I mean, maybe, maybe Crunchyroll, because I've seen Crunchyroll back some really interesting projects right. for English translations. But right. But I honestly can't see this particular project getting that much support, especially now that Crunchyroll and Funimation are basically, you know, under the same umbrella, that right. being of Sony. Right. So I'm going. You blocked it with a. <sighs> okay. For the X percentage, like yourself, (laughs) who would actually want to play a game where unless they can translate it themselves, Mm -hmm. they will not know what in the blue blazes they're doing.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, It's a decision from either Psy Games or I think the company is DMM, which is also involved in some other Japanese games. So, uh, yes, if you're interested in the... uh, the full story about Umamusume uh, Pretty Derby and uh, Gotcha Games. Uh, you can listen to last week's podcast for more information about that. I will probably dabble in it uh, from time to time until such time comes as, hey, look, you can play this in English now, and then I will probably blow the entire stimulus check that I got today from the government. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, hey, you know, everybody has their hobbies.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you
0: know, I I can't say anything because I pre-ordered Evil Genius 2 and bought the deluxe version, which includes the figure, the book, the whole nine yards. Hmm. And that comes out next week in theory. Oh, wow. I think in... Uh, March 30th, so it's not next week, it's the week after. But yeah, so it's like, okay, yeah, you just blew a lot of money on digital bits. Okay, fine. (laughs)
1: Last month, I think I put in my pre-order for a Nintendo Switch game. I think it was Mario Golf, and it doesn't come out until
0: June. Well... If they offer some good swag for pre ordering that long in advance, Mm -hmm. it doesn't, you know, it doesn't doesn't throw me to tie up that much money, but it's not horrible. But if there is no reasonable swag when you're ordering that early Mm -hmm. or a substantial discount on the price, then I'm like, eh, why let them tie up your money?
1: And Flax wants to know, i, I got to call you out on this one, Flax. Will XAR apply for the Paycheck Protection Program from the Small Business Administration?
0: <laughs> Last Once... I checked, neither of us were getting paid for this. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're
0: holding done. out JR, in which case you and I are going to have a talk after the show. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, so and th- that will involve uh, me filing my taxes again for dealing with foreign Dealing with foreigners, basically.
0: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) There's one story I will tell you, Flax, and everybody else about the IRS. Um, And I told this uh, to Ducky and a few other people the other day. So the Internal Revenue Service over here in the U.S. has a tool called um, Track My Payment. I forget what it's called. Um, I think somewhere around there. And... It will allow you to see when the IRS will either mail you a stimulus check, mail you a tax refund, or deposit accordingly into your bank account if you file taxes and give them a bank account for which they'll deposit money if you do a refund, or you pay them money if you owe a balance, right? So you go to this website, and... um, you type in your social security, you type in um, your the beginning of your home address, and your zip code, and then it should come up telling you when you get your refund or your stimulus payment. So I went here, and uh, my dad did the same thing, and he was told that today he's going to get his stimulus payment. Um, so I went and did the same thing and apparently I don't exist to the IRS, at least to that website. (laughs) I even tried, I I, I tried a few times because there are a few ways you can type in my address, my, where I actually live, which I'm obviously not going to give out on the air, but there are a few ways you can. Type it out or abbreviate it or whatnot. So I tried a few times and then the IRS website timed you out for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so now I have to rely on when I've gotten refunds in the past. So I go by the fact that I've gotten my IRS refunds at the same time my dad got his IRS refunds because we file our taxes together. So that led me to predict that today I would get my stimulus check, and lo and behold, the person who apparently doesn't exist to the IRS got his stimulus check.
0: Okay, that's at least funny. Yeah. Up here in Canada, uh-huh. uh, 800,000 people found themselves locked out of their Canada Revenue Agency accounts. Ooh. Due to what they are terming a minor issue, a.k.a. they got hacked, they're not telling us. (laughs) Now, the good news in my case is I use the secure partner login, which uses my bank credentials, which means I don't have to worry about that. Right, right. But it's like, oh, my God, I can't imagine now, because they explain the steps Mm -hmm. on how to get your account reactivated. Mm Mm-hmm which involves getting things in the mail, following up by telephone, and I'm just going, oh, my. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to use the word I want to use, but it's like, okay, great. This is why I don't trust the government 100% with my data. Thank you very freaking much. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> good grief. But, uh, yes, well, at least that's taken care of, and uh... – now I can uh, maybe use uh, again that stimulus check if uh, if the Umamusume game comes out uh for us English speaking folk uh, I'll I'll be heading to bankruptcy court. I, I'm exaggerating <laughs> of course, but yeah, I'm kind of that hyped for the game.
0: <laughs> well, as I've said before, JR it only it starts with the first, you know, saying, "Oh, it'll only cost a couple of bucks." And then it gets real, real expensive.
1: Yeah, in fact, uh, kind of playing Umamusume and watching the graphics kind of makes me want to pull out my PS3 again and play Gallop Racer.
0: You have—that's oh, right. You you have you have a horse racing simulator. I I should have known.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's a pretty good one too, developed in Japan. So,
0: I, and I say this jokingly because. I've tried Ace Attorney, and all I can think of is, A, this is goofy, B, this is work, and I don't want to work to play. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Liz in the chat, uh, in the Twitch chat, has just subscribed to us for another month at Tier 1. Thank you, Liz. Thank you so much. Um, I like to remind everybody that uh, you do get perks if you help us out um, through various ways. One of the perks you get is in Discord, You get to um, uh, get exclusive perks. Um, You have a special Discord chat for the supporters. So in order to qualify for that, um, I'm trying to think. Um, We can click on About XAR Supporters. I think that's the the channel in the Discord chat. But I think the criteria is if you subscribe to this Twitch channel at Tier 2 or Tier 3, I know... Excuse me, Flax is at Tier 2, so he qualifies for supporter. Thank you very much, Flax, for your uh, Tier 2 subscription. Um, another way you can um, join as a supporter is um, to subscribe via Anchor at four ninety nine or higher per month. The third way you can become a supporter is two server boosts per month on Discord. So if you do any of those things, you can get uh, the uh, supporter... Um, Roll on Discord, as they say, and uh, you'll be involved in exclusive uh, Q&As, polls. You get uh, heads up to exclusive content before we release it. Uh, So if you're interested, uh, go to our Discord um, and look up the About XAR supporters. I believe that's the channel where we have the information listed. And if you want our Discord, um, the link is in our link tree at lanktr.ee forward slash uh, anime radio. Um, Beta's mentioning about uh, forgetting to put protections on this round to keep it from being garnished due to debt. Oh yeah, so that the debt collectors can come knocking on your door and just take that stimulus check out of your hands. Now,
0: yeah. Um, having in my real job, uh, expo- being exposed to people who've had issues with debt collectors, I can only say this: it's a profession, right? I'm sure there are. Many decent people in it, Mm -hmm. but unfortunately, I get exposed to the people that I would seriously like to see walk off a very short pier with a rock tied to their necks Mm. because (laughs) they they stop at nothing to try and get you to cough up, whether it's legal or not.
1: Um, once again, folks, we do have a mouse pad. In fact, uh, if I can, uh, reach over real quick, I don't know if my earbuds will allow me.
0: Let's see what happens. Well, he's not actually tied to anything, so he shouldn't, you know, like yoink and fall over because that would really suck. And he's trying to show us the mouse pad and it's, yeah, actually, if you hold it at that angle, I can see it. There you Let's go. see. We also there have, we go.
1: yeah, we also have it, uh, posted on our, um. Um, our Twitch and Twitter and all social media outlets. Um, we're going to be giving that uh, mouse pad away in just a little while here in the Twitch chat. So keep on watching our podcasts right now on Twitch and, and join us here in the chat. You have to be registered in the Twitch chat or at least present in the Twitch chat in order to participate in this giveaway. So we'll give you instructions on that in just a little while. And then uh, after the show's over, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we do some more Jackbox, I guess.
0: A little bit of Blather Round, perhaps?
1: Blather Round. Okay. Well, that'll be interesting on this uh, St. Patrick's Day for sure.
0: No, that's Blarney Round. That's a completely <laughs> different thing.
1: <laughs> um, let's talk about anime, Neff. And let's talk about an unfortunate passing um, in the anime world. Uh, somebody who has been around for quite a long time, has been involved in animation since 1957. Uh, the passing of uh, Yasuo Otsuka, uh, which was pointed out by Beta uh, in our Discord chat a few days ago. He's been involved in so many projects, um, later projects of course as an animation director, Uh, But uh, some of the uh, projects he's been involved in um, include some projects from Studio Ghibli, uh, because they're the ones that uh, made the announcement about his passing. He's been involved in some of those uh, movies. Uh, But also, Neff, going further back, he's been involved in a franchise that you have a particular fondness for.
0: That's right. He was involved in the first uh, Lupin the Third TV series, mm-hmm. a much grittier and closer to the manga look mm-hmm. than the later series that uh, uh, came after.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then uh, he was also involved, I think, in the direction of uh, the Lupin the Third movie. Oh
0: ah, yes, Castle of Cagliostro, mm-hmm. the, the the one Lupin movie that has that moment. I mean, I don't know if he was specifically involved in that chase scene, that one chase scene. But if he was, Godspeed, you were a genius. Right.
1: The Castle of Cagliostro um, is the film that Hayao Miyazaki directed, and you can't help but think that that kind of jump-started his involvement with Ghibli down the line.
0: Well, yeah, because I'm pretty sure Hayao Miyazaki was a very good judge of talent. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and was able to pick those that he felt could help him realize his vision mm-hmm. in the various projects that he would later go on to after working himself on Lupin III, the TV series as well.
1: Right. Um, going through some of his uh, other um, work that he's uh, been involved in, his first works in 1957, Kid and Scribbling, New Adventures of Hanuman and Pataro*. Uh, and then we go to Magic Boy, Alakazam the Great, Arabian Nights, Sinbad's Adventures, Samurai Kid, Gulliver's Travels, and uh, apparently there's... Um, I didn't know this enough, but maybe if you know about it, uh, maybe you can enlighten me. Apparently there was a pilot film for Lupin Third in 1969.
0: That's correct. It was a short pilot, and... Basically, it was even closer to the manga, which, mm. back when it was originally introduced, was pretty dark for its day. And in fact, as I recall, there were stories that the Japanese government wasn't too thrilled with the tone and, you know, the shenanigans that were in the manga, even though some of the, most of them were played for laughs. Really? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't quite as bad as the stuff that happened in the United States, that led to the Comics Code Authority being uh, introduced. Mm. But there, there was some, you know, hey, wait a minute here, this is not necessarily suitable for children moments, which I will fully admit, the early Lupin the Third and the first TV series, yeah, I wouldn't show this to, say, a 12-year-old, <laughs> at least not without proper adult supervision, which in my case would be improper adult supervision. <laughs>
1: Uh, that would be the case I think yeah but I wonder if there's a whether there's a place where the pilot film could be viewed
0: I don't think so I mean I've seen clips of it on the on uh, YouTube mm-hmm. but I've never seen the complete thing
1: right okay that'll be a pretty interesting diamond in the rough for sure uh, mm. what uh what manga have you been uh, Looking into lately, speaking of uh, loop on the third history and whatnot,
0: well, uh, this is as exactly opposite as loop on the third as you can actually get. <laughs> this would be Fly Me to the Moon, uh, the latest volume, which is volume four, released on the Shonen Jump app and the Viz app. Mm-hmm. Well, Fly Me to the Moon is one of those cute series that you wouldn't think that you, I would read, you know, because it's cute, it's fluffy, it's absolutely harmless. Mm-hmm. You know, there is absolutely nothing you could say that's bad about this manga in terms of content, etc. It may be a little slow, it may be a little syrupy, mm-hmm. but it's a fun read. I mean, you start reading, and all of a sudden you're at the end. You're going, "Where's the next? Where's the next volume?" Oh crap! That's right. With the way Viz releases it, you could be waiting anywhere from two to three months, easy,
1: right? Because
0: they don't want to necessarily catch up to the Japanese. Uh, uh, really scheduled too quickly
1: right and beta is saying in the chat fry fry you to the moon and let Neff bake among the stars let us see what roasting is like on jupiter oh my goodness
0: okay beta for whatever reason you seem to want me you know to turn into a fried Neff, which is probably a horrible smell and a horrible taste and yeah just no 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 but i, I i'll say this it's one of those series where, even the anime, it's so inoffensive. It's so polite. Right. It's almost as if it's an anime made by Canadians for Canadians.
1: <laughs> A Canadian anime.
0: Well, I think that will involve giant Gundams with hockey stick laser beams, and it'll all go to heck. You know, just I just I just can't see it ending well.
1: <laughs> you know what? what i think would make a nice canadian anime oh you remember that uh i want to say it was in the 60s or 70s i i think I, i'm thinking more like the 60s um there was a um national film board of canada film with buster keaton
0: Okay, that doesn't ring a bell, and I say that only because National Film Board made only a few films and tended to run them to the ground. Yes. When I say that, the log drivers waltz. If you've ever seen that, mm-hmm. I can almost tell you scene for scene, and sing the song. It's just that pervasive. They they played it that many times.
1: <laughs> it is the uh, the railroader from nineteen sixty five starring Buster Keaton, made in cooperation, I believe, with the Canadian National Railway, CN. Um, Mm. And uh, it's basically a half-hour travelogue of Canada. So Buster Keaton is in London and reads uh, an advertisement for spending a holiday in Canada. So he jumps off one of the bridges in London and swims to... um, I want to say uh, Halifax, thereabouts, or wherever the rail network starts. Does it start there or on the Canadian mainland? I
0: think...
1: No, Halifax. It would be Halifax.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it would be Halifax.
1: But somewhere in the eastern part of Canada, he gets on one of these uh, work uh, machines that runs on rails, Mm -hmm. and he just sits down on it, and it takes off, just like vehicles used to take off in the slapstick days. So okay and it takes him all across Canada through Montreal Toronto through the Rockies and eventually he ends up uh, somewhere in Victoria or somewhere or um, Vancouver I I'll have to look that
0: up but given Buster Keaton's likely age at that point that must have been a lot of work because oh yeah he was active in the 20s and 30s yeah. And so, add another thirty years onto that, and yeah, you're getting closer to the end than you are to the beginning.
1: Right, right. But um, it's uh, that, like I said, that would be my uh, that would be my vote for the Canadian anime. <laughs> that will never happen.
0: Well, there was that pilot they talked about that included a ghost Canadian goalie that hated tomatoes. It was in a new type magazine, and I so wish that would have been done just for the sheer. <laughs> What have you been smoking? Yeah. Oh.
1: You can you can ask that question to somebody in the Tokyo Olympics organizing committee. Did you hear that news, Neff?
0: Yeah, actually, you informed me of that off air, and I was just like, again? Like, right. Can't the people of the organizing committee behave like rational, normal human beings?
1: Right. Um,
0: because you, you told me that story, and I was just like, hey. Oh,
1: so um, this is the head creative director for the opening and closing ceremonies of the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics. Um, and this person's uh, announcement that he was going to resign. Uh, I'm reading from uh, the Kyoto News article. It came after a weekly magazine, uh, Shukan Bunshin, reported that he proposed last March, which is a year ago, an idea involving Naomi Watanabe a 33-year-old entertainer who, despite being large-bodied, is a fashion icon in Japan and abroad, and in fact I think uh, Watanabe has performed here in New York a few times, Uh, coming down from the sky as a pig as part of the Olympic opening ceremony. Um, He released a statement apologizing to Watanabe and admitting his proposal to a group of planning members through the messaging app Line at the time, was supposed to be a play on the word Olympic with a lip Olymp- pig. Olymp- pig is what he said.
0: That doesn't make it better. It really doesn't make it better. No. <laughs> Oof.
1: So uh, we've had all these scandals. This comment, the former head of the Tokyo Olympic organizing committee made a the meeting remark about women a few months ago and he was forced out. Um, and then of course, uh, if you rewind the clock even further back, we have the scandal with the Olympic stadium that were overrunning costs. So they had to scrap that and go with a simpler design, which means that the rugby world cup final couldn't be held there. um, and then there was the um, the scandal involving the logo that they had selected for the Tokyo Olympics. Do you remember the the first logo that looked like a letter T, Neff?
0: Vaguely, because I think that was I think that was pulled almost you know within a month or something. Like it, it was here and gone.
1: Right. So that logo with the T. Uh, there was a accusation of plagiarism, and uh, it was discovered that uh, the the theater de Liege, I think, which is somewhere in Europe, L- would Liege be Belgium?
0: I think so. Yeah. Right.
1: So the logo for that theater is exactly the same as the as the logo for the Tokyo Olympics that this grand designer had put together.
0: Okay. Now I'll say this. Having been around a long time, I have seen a lot of Olympic scandals. Okay. But the sheer concentration in this particular Olympics, that's a record. I'm sorry. It's just like they cannot go more than a kilometer along the road of life here without, you know, falling down. Never mind, stubbing their toe. We're talking falling down and breaking their nose. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) oh.
1: So, um, and now, of course, next week, uh, they're supposed to have uh, a meeting about uh, the number of spectators at each venue during the Olympics. And again, as I mentioned last week, they've kind of already decided no foreign tourists allowed to come into the country for the Olympics. And uh, a small number of um, spectators allowed at each event. And there were, last I heard, no spectators at the opening ceremony will be permitted.
0: So in other words, they're going to do like the WWE's Thunderdome and just basically have screens all around where the, where the spectators would be, yeah, right?
1: Basically. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, we have a lot to uh, we have have a lot had a lot to cover tonight in uh, just forty minutes. Uh, but actually, we're going to end the podcast a little early tonight for the just because we're going to do our little. Mouse pad drawing here in just a few minutes. More stuff to talk about on the next Extreme Anime Radio podcast, which will be next Wednesday at eight PM Eastern. Now, next Wednesday, we are going to give away the Sarayoshida Crochet Geisha doll that was designed by uh, Shinigami Liz. So I think that's going to be an exciting giveaway. Again, we tried to give that away and the mousepad away earlier in a caption contest, but unfortunately we just didn't get enough responses to that. So um, we're going to now give both items away about a week apart here through our uh, Twitch chat. So those of you watching in, on Twitch right now, um, in a few minutes we will go ahead and um, do the... Uh, giveaway for the mouse pad Neff, i think at this point uh, for the podcast as far as that goes we will go into the closing commentary
0: all right if you have any questions concerns comments or complaints about this podcast or twitch stream drop us a line at extreme anime at gmail.com you can catch up on our podcasts at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio And if you want to get in touch with us on social media, hit us up on linktree slash anime radio. That's L I N K T R dot E E forward slash anime radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Instagram account and our discord as well as a link to our Twitch stream.
1: So um, as far as our Twitch schedule goes, um, we may continue with my tattoo either tomorrow night or friday night uh, depending on how schedules turn out um so we'll give you a heads up uh on our discord and uh twitter accounts at the least if we're gonna do that and then next week um we may or may not uh, schedule some streams earlier in the week but we'll definitely have the extreme anime radio podcast again uh, next wednesday at 8 p.m eastern to give away uh, Shinigami Liz's uh, crochet doll. And uh, if I remember, we'll post another picture of that on our social media pages uh, later in the week. And take it from Liz, as he, she just wrote on Twitch, the doll is super cute, but she's kind of partial though.
0: <laughs> and well, I- the creator always loves their creations, but it is a very nice creation. I will say that very clearly.
1: Yes. Um, so hopefully by the... Time we get around to the next podcast, I'll watch some more Uma Musume. Maybe I'll play some more Uma Musume and uh, not have to re-roll again as uh, I've been learning about pretty quickly.
0: Well, unfortunately, when it comes to gacha games, sometimes it's the luck of the draw. And sometimes your luck, it sucks like a black hole.
1: <laughs>
0: Take it from someone who's played Fake Grand Order a long time and knows exactly <laughs> what that means. Uh,
1: but, uh, yes, if I have any more ideas about that, I'll, uh, I'll bring those along on their next show. So, again, if you're watching on Twitch right now, uh, stick around. We're going to do our drawing here in a moment. But in the meantime, for the podcast, for Neff, I'm JR, not Jeff. And remember,
0: keep on listening for the Extreme Radio podcasts, and don't forget to check out our Twitch streams. And we'll see you next time.
1: Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good night. Extreme Anime Radio is now on Discord. Join our Discord server for the latest news and updates about the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Support the podcast through Anchor at the 4.99 level or higher and receive exclusive perks, including access to our dedicated Discord supporters channel. For links to everything XAR, including the Discord server and our homepage on Anchor, Please visit our link tree, linktr.ee slash anime radio.